we are doing canto 11 part 2 chapter 17 and this is uh, text 50 i think we, we ended yesterday at 49 so we will do the 50th one uh, we were discussing a very interesting subject yesterday that is also dharma so dharma is the reason for your birth why are you here what are the duties that you are supposed to perform this is basically what we were doing so today we are going to carry further on so verse 50 one in the grahastha order of life should daily worship the sages by vedic study the four fathers by offering the mantra swadha <clears throat> the demigods by chanting swaha all living entities by offering shares of one's meal and human beings by offering grains and water thus considering the demigods sages forefathers living entities and human beings to be the manifestation of my potency one should daily perform these five sacrifices now when we when we look at these sentences they sound very strange because in today's day and age on a day to day basis to we are not worshiping anybody we are not thinking in terms of oh my father my forefather my grandfather are you thinking of that no we are not even thinking in terms of offering anything to anybody our world is yeah you are outside you go out you grab a bite run that is it we are just grabbing a bite isn't that what we say i will grab a bite is it ever that we sit for a breakfast or a lunch or a dinner and we think of all these things no but now let us say we go out with somebody that we care for think about it like that so suppose a man is going out with his girlfriend or a person is going out with his wife or wife is going out with her husband or for that matter we are going out with our friend if you are going out with your friend for dinner do you know how big a ritual that is it's a very very big ritual we expend so much of time and money trying to complete that ritual you dress nicely and worldwide i am talking about this is not only you alone i am just talking worldwide what happens you dress nicely you take out time you fix up a time you meet at a particular place maybe drive down to that place and it's a very big ritual to find a restaurant then to find the right space we take time to find the right space in the restaurant we want the best table you are going to be there for maybe half an hour to 45 minutes to 1 hour and yet you want to find the best table and then you sit over there the person comes with the menu then it's another big ritual you go over the entire list okay the whole list tells you about the hundreds of things that the restaurant has finally you have arrived at a particular conclusion 99% of the time you are not even sure you ask your friend should we have this or should we have that should we have this should we have that the friend says no i am going to, i think i'll stick to this i'll stick to that i'll take this i'll take that it goes on and by the time the first course comes it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes and then you spend some more time with the main course and then some more time with it's a ritual you have performed an entire ritual in a restaurant what is it that you do first the first thing that a man does is he sits over there in a comfortable position he likes to take a chair which is comfortable and which is okay i mean there is leg space there is room for everything you know there is room for movement everything has to be arranged in a specific manner 
then maybe the water is served or maybe the wine is served. Don't you taste it a little bit? We have actually we don't understand that we are performing a ritual which is not visible to our own mind. Now see what he is saying over here. And is this, this the ritual that we actually do? Once in the Grahastha order of life, one should daily worship the sages by Vedic study, the forefathers by offering the mantra, Swadha, the demigods by chanting Swaha. What do you mean by this Swadha, Swaha, all these things? Just the action of doing certain things in a specific manner constitutes that. Let us say you have gone to a place where there is so many different kind of cheese. I know I am talking strange language just now. But don't you think that you will want to take a small bite or a piece of one and check it out? The one which looks very nice to your eyes. Or you have gone to a fruit shop, don't you see if there are some grapes and stuff like that. In India, the grapes are lying in the open, most of the stuff is lying in the open. So you have the you can put your hand over there, a grape movement ala, that fellow is anyway not going to say anything. But in uh, US and various other countries, you can't open the sealed container and remove one grape and eat. I, I think that is not allowed. <laughs> But there is a ritual which we perform of tasting. There is a ritual that we perform of trying out stuff. This is exactly what we are talking about. We are talking about a ritual. We are offering certain things to certain number of people in our world. Okay? Now you are having, now I will explain what is this. You are having, let us say, a salad. You know a salad. Do you know you have selected the best of the leaves over there? When you go and select the salad, you know you make for yourself. In some of the restaurants you are allowed to pick up certain things and make for yourself. So if you make, you are, you are picking up the best of the leaves. Has it ever occurred to you that these leaves have been doctored, have been created for looking nice? The tomatoes which you are eating were not the tomatoes that were served 200 years ago. Okay, these tomatoes are very beautifully red. They are perfect in shape and size and they look very, very luscious. You want to eat them. Even if you take a grape, that grape also has to look nice. Our forefathers, they have created this new kind of a stuff for eating purpose also. Our lifestyle today is exactly what our forefathers have brought it down to our level. Think about it. Your great-grandfather must have been wearing a pagadi, you know, with a nice dhoti and a kurta and a gamcha, you know, that, that, that cloth which they carry. And then your grandfather was wearing maybe a pajama, you know, that white color pajamas he used to get, and then a long kurta because he is from the Nehru, Nehru times. And your great-grandfather was from before that. <laughs> And your father is wearing the shirt and the pant. And his shirt and the pant are the stitched ones, you know, from the tailor. He has got specific tailor and he has stitched it over there. Okay, see, isn't that what has happened? Think, the past, step by step by step, and then it comes your time, your time comes. When your time came, your father and mother took you out 
and got you a ready-made shirt and a pant. Huh? Isn't that so? You never had to go to any tailor. Maybe when you were a very small kid at that time you might have gone, but otherwise no tailor. So you went and you brought a shirt and in that also you want to see the latest of the fashions. Okay, what were the latest of the fashions in India maybe 10 years ago? Vanus and you know all those kind of names I'm sure if you remember. Alan Solly, oh my evening. So you have that kind of a thing. Does your father wear that? Alan Solly shirt? No. <laughs> so think about how you have been molded into this stage. This stage has been molded in a very, very strange manner. Slowly, 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 your forefathers have molded you like that. And they have been very, very conveniently doing things for you. So now, those who have children, think about what you want to do. You know, those who have small babies, huh? What? Something for us or something like that, you know? Oshkosh, Bhuigosh, something, some, some kinds of names are there in this world. They will go to the best of the stores and buy that. <laughs> and toys also are coming from a different place. But was it available during your time? No. Maybe you were playing with the Leo toys and the Leo gun. I'm sure you remember that gun. No. But this time is different. So are you not molding your children, those who have kids I'm talking about, in a different way? So now you think about it, what he is talking about. We are actually venerating our forefathers. We are saying thank you. Every time when we sit to eat our food, you see, you are eating nachos and this and that and I don't know, pita sandwich and I don't know, so many names I can't even, you know, correlate to it. But think about your own dad or mom and you tell them, no, you see, we have to have our rasam, sambar, rice, you know, that thing. They are very particular about rasam, sambar, rice or they are thinking in terms of, we'll have our chapati. Once in a week we have chapati because you see, not everybody doesn't make. But rice, yes. Idli dosa. Idli dosa. Vada samba. All that kind of stuff. They are thinking that. And here you are thinking, what is it that I can have? Oh, my morning juice, you know. What juice? <laughs> so, you are now completely in a different track. And your parents are in a different track. And just imagine when you go back to your home, and you look at that breakfast which is same idli dosa and you are thinking, oh my god. <laughs> Yet we are molded this way. Krishna is talking about the kind of things that have happened over the years, over a period of time. We need to be thankful by offering thanks to all these people in our life. It has been a tremendous change. And this has to be attributed to our forefathers, the demigods. Demigods means what? Just for understanding purpose, I will tell you what is a demigod. A demigod is not a god actually, he is a half god. Half god means he is a functionality, he is a particular you know, function. He is a kind of a attribute to a particular thing, attribute. I mean, those who watch the National Geographic and those channels, you know, and some of you will definitely be watching, or those who go to the, you know, the breweries, nowadays you have all these breweries everywhere. They have come, they have become like a common thing, it's like a restaurant, you can go over there, the beer is on tap, you take it, okay, and serve yourself. 
and it has got flavors it has got different different kinds of things that is the demigod the one who has changed it into a particular thing the cheese that is there you see if the cheese that is there you don't is amul cheese okay you i'm sure 100% i can guarantee you today you are not eating amul cheese some of you may be still those who are in india may be eating but when you go to the market and you see there are so many different kinds of cheese right stacked in front of you and you say oh i want this one oh i want that one the differentiation which has happened is because of the bacteria or the different different kinds of things that are used these are the demigods this is the thing that makes the difference in that world how did that same milk become different isn't it the same milk how did that milk become different it became different because there is another interfering there is a particular thing which has changed it into a particular thing the demigods are supposed to be like you know you think demigods means in a temple you see oh there is shiva there is this one there is that one or there is the navagrahas are not we are not talking it's a very common perception that human beings think that demigods means that demigods in reality are not something like that they you think about it yourself a planet called saturn why is it going to be detrimental to you is got those beautiful rings we are trying to land on saturn the uh, pioneer is trying to hurl itself down into that planet so many things are happening why is that planet affecting us so it is it is it the planet that is affecting us or is it something completely different so saturn is not a planet planet you understand we just attribute it to that huh and then they, they say you know the sun is in ascendant and the moon is like that and falana dikana in all your astrology they say you really believe that sun is doing something to you or the moon is doing something to you there is nothing like that what is happening is completely different in our being we have all these planetary systems they are just given names likewise the demigods are things which are given certain names what is it that makes a particular cell different cell you know the cell that we have in our body becomes different huh those who know those who know about cryogenic you know processes where they store the placenta you know that thing okay for future use what is it that they are doing those are cells which are not defined they are undefined cells and these cells can get converted into whatever organ that you wish to make all right then who is it that makes that or that particular cell into that organ is something we have to understand and if i am becoming too technical this don't bother about it it is for just for your understanding purpose uh, i take the basic cell okay i want to inject it in the liver so that cell which has no definition has to become a liver cell isn't it that must you understood if i inject the same cell in the heart it has to become a heart cell isn't it if i inject it in the leg which is broken maybe something has happened over there it has to become that so what is it that makes it that there is a very very great thing in our body which makes it that transformation that is the demigod there so i hope you understood i have, i have given an explanation i hope you understand what i am talking about that demigods are the transformative forces within our system they create those kind of things and that is what has happened in the world also so we need to thank them we need to thank that particular creative energy within us 
which is making our body heal. We need to do that. So this is how it works. So, if I look at it from that point of view, I have to thank the demigods, the sages. Sages are nothing but knowledge. Sage is equal to knowledge. Sage is equal to knowledge. We have knowledge about things. So the sages are nothing but knowledge. Forefathers, we have discussed living entities, people around us who make a change in our life. Human beings to be the manifestation of my potency. Everything around us is nothing but a manifestation. Manifestation means it's created. It's an energy fields that are there which are doing certain things in our world. So we need to thank everything around us. One should perform, daily perform these five sacrifices, this thanking everything around us. A householder should comfortably maintain his dependence either with money that comes of its own accord or with that gathered by honest execution of one's duties. According to one's means, one should perform sacrifices and other religious ceremonies. So, what is it that a householder should do? A householder should maintain his dependence either with money that comes of its own accord. Not money which is taken by... <laughs> you have to take the money which comes to you very very honestly. Okay? So use that money which comes to you in the honest way. That means you are working for some company, you are doing something in this world for which you get paid. That money is the best money that you can use for maintaining your household. Don't get you know, don't use money which is which is tainted. Never use a tainted money. With the gathered by honest execution of one's duty. So whatever duty that you perform, you get paid for it and that amount of money you can use for your purposes, for maintaining your household, or whatever means. According to one's means, one should perform sacrifices and other religious ceremonies. This we discussed yesterday. I will tell you once again what it means. Now, 100% of your income or maybe 200% of your income you are using for your personal use. Why did I say 200% of your income? Because if your income is say $5,000, you have taken already $5,000 loan from somebody. <laughs> because man doesn't live within his means. He will take this much and then he will take that much from outside. So, if you look at it from that point of view, you have certain means, certain means which are legitimate. Now that legitimate means some salary that you have to use for your personal use that means maintaining your family, food, this, that, transportation costs, everything, all inclusive. But a part of it needs to be given to these great sources. That's what he says, we keep perform sacrifices and religious ceremonies. Are we not supposed to thank all these people in our world, all these things that are happening around us? So we need to take out a certain amount of income so that we can put it aside for this purpose. Exclusively so that we can use it for a particular purpose, which is religious or spiritual in nature. Got it? A householder taking care of many dependent family members should not become materially attached to them, nor should he become mentally unbalanced. Consider himself to be the Lord, an intelligent householder should see that all possible future happiness, just like that which he has already experienced, is temporary. Material happiness is never going to be there for a very long period in time in anybody's life. A man tries to become comfortable very fast. Let us say you have got a good job and in less than 3 to 6 months time, you feel you start feeling comfortable in that place or whatever money that you are getting you are trying to become comfortable in the money that you are getting what happens to you you start becoming a little bit vain in that okay how does a person become vain 
they take it for granted that that is what is coming to them by by dint of being what they are let us say for example you are working in a particular company you are entitled for a particular allowance you take it for granted that that allowance is yours don't we take it for granted no don't take it for granted that is yours it is given for a purpose and the purpose has to be served not thinking that that is a part of your salary or something like that we always think allowances and various other perks that we get are a part of our salary no it is for utilization purpose it is for making use of that all right and then we add it to our salary and then if you were to join another company you will say to that new company oh i get so much this is the kind of an ego or thing that we have in our world no what we have to do is what he is talking about over here is there is a certain allowance which you get for household purposes okay now while you are using that allowance that amount of money you might have put aside a couple of hundreds or thousands you might have put aside then suddenly you decide oh now i think i have got sufficient money so that i can buy a particular thing for myself maybe it's a four wheeler maybe it's a camera maybe it's something which is different you want to spend that money for that purpose why that is called what income disposable income we call it something which you can uh, use it for whatever purpose and then you want to about the disposable income isn't it the same income that you use for your traveling purposes you are going on a holiday somewhere are you not using that disposable income you are going for a movies or an outing or some restaurant or something isn't that a disposable income that you are using and you assume that that is your father's property you know what i mean father's property you think that that is due to you you are a recipient of that means what let us say if you are going to a restaurant every few days you know maybe every week you think that it is something due to you so if you are going to a restaurant every week and just think about it one week it doesn't happen you know you feel bad about it you think it is due to you again if you are going on a holiday say every year year on year year on year year on year and one particular year you don't get to go you know you get so angry about it and you think that it is due to you that is your ahankar it is not due to you you think there is a disposable income but in the previous verse did you see that that is the amount of money you have been given so that a certain amount can be given for some good purposes has it ever occurred to you that you think going out four times in a month is a good thing you think going on holidays after holidays after holidays is a good thing you think that enjoying your life the way you want to buy oh i want to buy new pair of clothes every few months you know um, normally a person buys clothes once in a year once in two years or once in three years but here oh there is a sale going on let me go and buy oh there is a sale going on let me go and buy and you keep on buying every two months three months two months three months you think that's a disposable income given to you so that you can misuse it no it has been given so that there is a bigger use for that a greater use now you may say then why did i get it i will answer that question from the national perspective if a country gets a particular amount of money which is let us say foreign direct investment fdi this year in 2016 india got 70 billion dollars as fdi in 2013 14 we got 36 or 
40 billion dollars. So now the 30 billion dollars has come extra. So are you supposed to be spending like, <laughs> let us spend, let us spend, let us spend. No. It has come for a particular purpose. And the purpose has to be served. Just because you have a little change extra in your pocket doesn't mean that you can misuse it. Got it? So the householder should understand that there is a reason why that has come. Don't misuse it. Don't have that ego that I can go and buy the fanciest of the stuff from the marketplace. Not necessary. Your parents never do. Okay? What did your parents do? Okay? If the father has bought a particular shirt or a pant, do you think every year he goes and buys 3-4? No, he doesn't. Okay? Now you like to buy new, 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 new phones every now and then. Do you think your father ever went and bought a new phone? No. You see that dial-up type, that kind of a phone they had at home and that is all that they have. Even today if you go to your house in India, wherever it is, they still have that phone which doesn't seem to work. You have to press that. Suppose it is that punching type of a phone. Four. Number four, press nahi hota hai. You press it hard. Eee, like that. You know, I'm sure you, you know this thing happens in your house. But for you to buy a new phone is a very regular thing. You know? Oh, new phone, come on, let's buy. Oh, iPhone, come on, let's buy. iPhone number 6, number 7, number 8. Now we don't know Number 20 will come. Every year you have to keep on changing your underwear. Like that, change your phone. No. Don't misuse the money that is there. You have been given that money so that you can use it properly. Not for making, you know, yourself an egoistic person. It is not necessary that you need to keep on buying fancy stuff. Right? So tomorrow if your kid goes and keeps on changing stuff every second day, there are those who are married and those who are not married. For both people over here, just imagine you have a kid every day wants something new. You know, you are going to get frustrated. You will tell your child, I used to buy phone once in two years, you know, and that too it was so difficult. Here, you have to buy it every new, every every month you want something. Those who cannot correlate it to, to this thing, I will give you one example which was very, very common. Those who wear glasses or lenses, do you know that there are disposable lenses available? Think about your forefather, grandfather. He had that one pair of glasses for 45 years or 50 years. Huh? Your parent was using one pair of lenses for, you know, 5 years or 6 years, though the life period of that lenses is only one or two years but still they can, they stretch it stretch it stretch it stretch it and the new generation ah, these are disposable lenses I have to show them every day there are people who wear glasses will understand now let me come to the one who doesn't understand what I said cannot correlate to it okay the greatest example is the toilet paper you know that paper that you get at the roll? Huh? You get the paper rolls in the toilet, no? Today, you have to take out bigger and bigger, you know, the rolls of it. The current generation does that. Your father and mother? They use plain water, by the way. Huh? And their forefathers? They had only one small dabba when they went to the loo. Can you imagine that? Conservation? And here, just because you have money, you spend money on buying paper rolls. Destroying trees. Destroying your environment. And then blaming the world, there is no water available. The amount of water that you are using for the purpose of making that roll 
is sufficient to wash our ass entire life. One year amount of roll that you use for keep, you know cleaning your ass is sufficient to use that much amount of water for your entire life. That water that is being used for the plants. So you think you are doing conservation today? It's not important to use paper. Your father never used paper. And your forefather used only one small tumbler of water, by the way. Think about it. And by the way, your forefather never had any diseases if you just washed his hands just like that. And according to you, you have to wash your hands with, oh, that detergent and this and what, what, what is that called? Um, you know, hand wash and this wash and that wash. They never used any of those washes. Now, do you understand the example which I am giving? Just because you have disposable income, don't waste it on useless stuff. That is called ego. Don't misuse the money that you get. So, you have to see to it that the future happiness depends on it. The future happiness depends on it. Think in terms of conservation, think in terms of whether you can make use of that money for some greater purpose in life. Not for buying toilet rolls or for, you know, wasting money in, uh, you know, all the frivolous stuff. You look at your father, your father will take a bus and go to work. Okay? He will change two buses, three buses. You need a cab. Cab is coming and the cab and you go in a cab. Just because you have disposable income. Let us assume that the amount of disposable income was never there with your parents. Why are you using it? What is the point? Can you not use public transport? Is it important that you have to keep on wasting your money? But if that much amount is saved in a month, can you use it for better purposes? To make this world a much better place to live in? This is the kind of responsibility a human being should have. Don't just keep on wasting money for no rhyme or reason. Because you have something available, don't use it. Not like that. Got it? So, we come to the next one. The association of children, wife, relatives and friends is just like the brief meeting of travellers. With each change of body, one is separated from all such associates. Just as one loses the object, one possesses in a dream when the dream is over. This kind of relationship that we seem to have with our parents or wives or children, boyfriends, girlfriends and all, we think they are so, oh, they are long term. What long term are you talking about? The moment the dream is over, they are finished, they are gone. Those people disappear from your world. They don't seem to exist. Today you are staying in another country. Some of you are staying in different, different places. Your parents are in some other place. You really think they are thinking of you? Or are you thinking of them? Nobody. Yesterday I went to see a place, okay, that person said, don't come during the course of the week, you see. So we asked him why. Cricket matches are going on, no? I don't have time. For this person, the cricket match has got more value. Think about it. Today we have time for every other thing. Some of you have gone to see Bahubali. Okay? You ask your parents, have you seen Bahubali? What is Bahubali? They will ask you this question. You know why? Their mind is never in that. Like you have your life to lead and they are not a part of your world. For them, their parents are never a part of their world. Did you get the point? And this is a very very interesting thing. This 
सिंह हैज टू बी अंडरस्टूड फ्रॉम अ डिफरेंट परस्पेक्टिव द परस्पेक्टिव इज हाउ यू लुक एट लाइफ फ्रॉम दी यू नो लाइक मदर डॉटर रिलेशनशिप ओ मदर्स डे लेट एस सेलिब्रेट फादर्स डे लेट एस सेलिब्रेट वॉट फादर वॉट मदर आर यू टॉकिंग अबाउट देर इज नो मदर देर इज नो फादर देर इज नो चाइल्ड देर इज नो हजबेंड देर इज नो वाइफ आई विल गिव यू एन अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ दैट ओके सिंपली आई एम टेकिंग अ वुमन्स केस अ वुमन हाउ शी इज एंड अ मैंस केस टू केसेस लिसन टू दैट वेरी केयरफुल first we'll take up a man's case when a child is born who is a male child the whole family says oh i got a baby boy everybody celebrates it my baby boy is supposed to be a greatest thing on planet earth so you celebrate the baby boy the baby boy seems to get everything that he wants he want i want this he gets it i want that he gets it i have seen people giving thousands of dollars worth of equipment in their child's hand least bother that they will break it and drop it no 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 problem it's okay for some dropping it is perfectly all right the latest of the phones it may be an iphone 7 or 8 or god knows whatever it is they give it in their 3 year and 4 year old child's hand to play games and nonsensical stuff how much does it cost Just a bomb. How can you give it to the child? You know you are not allowed to touch the phone in the house. If there was a phone in your house, you were not allowed to touch the phone. Your father and mother will say, "Isko phone karne ka, huh? It costs money. If you make one outgoing call, it costs money. They have told you this." and today the chances you are giving your stupid child that bloody phone in hand making him hey chuki he's playing with it what do you mean he's playing with it this is the stupidity which today's parents are doing so the male child is given this kind of liberty he thinks no end of himself if he wants a bat like sachin tendulkar he's given the best bat he is just 3 feet tall and he's given a 4 feet bat I mean, think about it. How stupid can that be? He's given a bat which comes up to here. That is the best bat available in the marketplace. Bola, lal rakhra ka dukaan se leke aaye. Ayo yo yo, lal rakhra ke dukaan se leke aaye bat. Pagal hai kya tum? Wo hai uska height itna. Bat pakadne ko nahi aata hai. Fir bhi sabse acha bat, sabse acha ball. He is not even playing with the you know those hard balls, but he is given a hard ball. Okay, he should be given a ping pong ball. Then you send him to the best of the schools. You spend money and money and money, and the male child thinks no end of himself. When he comes to college, also he is sent to the best of the colleges, even which his parents cannot afford. He is sent to that. so the ego grows in that male child no end and every time when he looks at any object in the world he looks at it with disdain he has no regards for it for him to pick up things from anywhere is not a problem are kya i can do it like this what do you mean by like this he will go to the canteen he will take one additional batata vada from there and you know that vadas that are there and he will tell that canteen fellow eh kya ek liya sample liya usme kya what do you mean by sample liya are canteen mein jaake ek vada chori kiya you understand what a vada chori ka <laughs> but the the person doesn't think that he is robbed anything or he has taken anything according to him it is dada giri you understand dada giri and then he has a fancy bike oh my god the bike has to be the latest बजाज कावासाकी से लेके अभी कौन सा पता नहीं कौन सा कौन सा नया नया बाइक आया है इधर से ऐसा है उधर से वैसा है ऐसा लड़की पीछे बैठेगी तो सामने ऐसी गिरती है आई मीन दिस काइंड ऑफ बाइक्स आर देयर यू शुड सी इन ऑल द साउथ इंडियन फिल्म्स यू नो आई द हीरोइन लुक्स लाइक द हीरोइन इज सिटिंग इन फ्रंट एंड द हीरोइन सिटिंग बिहार बिकॉज द बाइक इज लाइक दिस टेढ़ा 
और लड़की पटाने का लड़की घुमाने का उसके लिए ई हैज़ नो क्वाम्स अबाउट इट टू टू यू नो टेक आउट हंड्रेड डिफरेंट गर्ल्स फ्रॉम द कॉलेज एंड फ्रॉम द एरिया एंड फ्रॉम दिस प्लेस एंड दैट प्लेस ई हैज़ नो क्वाम्स अबाउट इट दो सी साउथ इंडियन पिक्चर्स आई एम श्योर यू लग्री विथ मी यू नो इवन द हॉरेबल लुकिंग गाय फ्रॉम साउथ इंडिया यू नो येस्टरडे आई वॉज वॉचिंग वन सम स्टूपिड क्लिप That guy looks like a chaprasi. He looks like a coolie from the railway station, but he is a hero of the film, and he's got the hottest girl as a heroine. What kind of Samantha? I don't know what is her name. I don't know. Who is the heroine? So this ugly-looking character thinks no end of himself. You see those heroes from all those films, okay? Ugliest-looking, horrible-looking guys. They have no shape, no size, nothing. The only thing is they have got six packs. They have gone to some stupid gym and they have got six packs. But the rest of their face and all cobra is gone. Huh. And these guys think no end of themselves. Like us only, you, you male child. They think no end of themselves. They think they are the most handsomest of the guys. If you keep a you know beauty contest, na, the guy that you think is the handsomest will come last. Maybe he will not even go into the qualifier, okay? And then he he gets married. When he gets married, he thinks that this is father's right, that he can treat his wife whichever way he likes. खुद लेता है डाउरी, खुद लेगा पैसा. And he said, मैंने कुछ नहीं लिया. Oh, they were offering me a nice car, you know, a fancy car. They were offering. And they want to give. It's okay. I don't care. It's not not a problem. They were offering a car. They were offering this. No, actually they were not offering. Your his stupid parents have gone and negotiated. My son is an engineer. He is this and he is done is this from this college, regional engineering college, IIT. So my son needs this car, a fancy house, and this and that. So this guy thinks no end of himself. In life, he thinks. That every girl is just to be like a like a ah smelt and throw ah ah. ऐसा है हर आदमी का ये हिसाब है and he thinks life like that. When he becomes a father, he thinks that he has become a great father after marriage. And uh, he tries to flaunt, he tries to show off. Oh my, I am like this. Actually, there is no connection anywhere. no connection whatsoever he has got a fantastic ego he cannot overcome his ego he lives a life like that okay and then when his son or his daughter go away to some other foreign land or some such place mera beta foreign ko gaya he has got only that ego in him to tell his friends that my son no he is in this country but no connectivity illa pa no connectivity at all when do you talk to your son uh, when he comes home i think when he comes home are you there at home to even receive him the father is never there to receive him by the way or if he meets he will meet at the dinner table other things going on is fine okay very good very good this year what are you going to do as i said It's like a casual conversation, and you think that you have some great conversation with that person. That father is just a father figure; he is nobody. Now we come to a woman. Okay, this much amount of story is clear, no? If there is something wrong, you can correct me. You can send a message to me. Now we are coming to the great lady called a woman, a woman child, a lady child, like a bachcha company lady, woman. When she is born. She is treated like अरे लड़की पैदा होगी क्या करेगा? One is she is treated like as if she is nobody. There is not much of a great fanfare. There is not much of a excitement anywhere. But still, ah, I got a daughter. Okay, the only person who seems to be uh, by the way, this story I will tell you after five minutes how this whole thing turns around. The mother. This is my baby. I got a baby girl. I got a baby girl. I got a baby girl. The mother is very, very happy. I'll tell you why she is happy later on. First, you listen to the girl child. 
the girl child is born she doesn't get anything okay she has to fight for it her brother gets everything she doesn't get anything okay and everywhere she is feeling left out so she tries to be a part of that you know that her brother can climb trees she can't climb trees that idiot is playing games with his friends she cannot go and play games according to this world she is supposed to wear pink color clothes and she hates pink she wants to wear those jeans and denims and fight the whole bloody world but no no girls you, know, you have to behave like this only. you have a specific set you know that thing created for a woman so what happens is she is literally at a gun point everywhere why because of our culture because of the way the way the world looks at you and everywhere it is a compromise compromise acceptance accept this accept that every woman's life is an acceptance she she wants to do kathakali or dance something or maybe she wants to go and ramba samba or something like that my daddy and mummy will say what you want to do that no 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 that's not a done thing i'll put you in the bharatanatyam class if you want bharatanatyam class dad but i want to learn the western war our culture bharatanatyam best madrasi culture bharatanatyam seekhne ka you say what bharatanatyam that i don't care you see when i see all these rihanas pianas of this world i want to do something in my world then by the time she is 6 and 7 and 8 years old she is trying to compete with the boys in her area you know the boys in the area she wants to compete with them and she wants to beat the hell out of them why because she wants acceptance there i want to be accepted with them no acceptance happens because the boys treat her like dirt then as she grows slightly better bigger and bigger she starts reading fantastic novels <gasps> oh my god these are such really beautiful novels and that stupid age of i mean today i'm just i don't know the names of those uh, uh, in olden times there used to be mills and boons and harlequin romance and she sees all this kind of stupid stuff on tv also by the way and when she reads about this kind of romance she creates a who oh, the guy that i'm going to meet is going to be handsome in this guy ka handsome hai maine abhi nahi bola sab gadhe ke jaise dikhne wale ladke hai koi handsome handsome nahi hai only in the book it is written you know is tall dark handsome he like this he like that he's got macho figure falana dikhna ye wo real life so by the time she is 13 her mind has developed into nothing but full of you know those clouds and all that kind of stuff the pink cloud all hovering all over the place and her mind first remember it was rejection there was nobody who gave a damn to her then in school and college and whatever school that she learned she is trying to compete with everybody she wants acceptance in the world nothing has happened so far by the way so by the time she is 13 14 and 15 she has grown and as she grows she wants to be accepted with other friends of hers and that is where the lying starts and that is where she keeps on you know telling things which are not even truth oh that guy in my area is oh my god there is no guy in her area there is nothing she is just making up stories So by the time she is 16, she has made up so many stories, and she seems to have fallen in love with 20 different people. Not a single person is actually there. This kind of a you know concept grows into this person. By the time she is 18 and 20, and she is gone into a college, her mind is completely muddled to the core. She doesn't know whether she is to believe in that uh, Mills and Boons type of an idiot in this world, or whether she is going to get some. i know guy who is going to be brilliant to the core he is einstein ka baap 
you know, in brain power. That's what they think. And, or otherwise she's thinking, you know, oh, I want a guy like that. What guy? It's only a dream. There is nobody like that in this world. And then one, two, three affairs, four affairs and all those kind of things happens. In every affair she is disillusioned to the core. Because she is trying to find something which actually doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in the world and by the time she is you know, at an age and she is disillusioned by at least 20 different kinds of nonsense happened in her world. She tells, maybe she tells her, I want to get married. And she marries the first idiot that comes along. And this person, remember that idiot we were talking about in the... The same person treats her like dirt. There is no respect for that woman. As a wife, she has no respect. Even when she is with him, there is no respect for her. Now remember, there has been rejection right from beginning till just now. So what happens is, she has not been able to own anybody, own, you understand own, anybody. So when she gets her child, she thinks she owns the child. So she wants to put all the thing that she thinks is missed out from her life onto that baby. My baby, my child, my child. There is no my child, you are just trying to put what you have missed in your bloody brain onto that baby. And the baby thinks no end of herself. Oh, my mummy, my mummy. There is no mummy in this world. It's all fake relationships. I mean, if you think I am talking nonsense, Krishna is not going to tell nonsense over here. Right? So please take it as an honest and 100% truth. The association of children, wife, relatives, friends is just like a brief meeting of travellers. How much time do you spend with a traveller? If you are going by air or if you are going by train, how much time do you spend with a traveller? And do you really know that person? So this child, this mother-child or the father-child relationship is all nonsense. Now you remember when I told you five minutes later, I will tell you about why mother has got that special bond with her daughter. It's all bullshit and nonsense. Don't take it as real. Because something happens and that bond is completely destroyed because the mother is trying to create her own identity in her daughter and then the daughter creates her own identity in her daughter and all that is fake if you ask her what is her childhood like she will tell you the truth if you ask her what is her relationship with her husband she will tell you the truth what truth? the lies which she wants to hear you to hear she will tell you lies what you want to hear that is her truth and this is what you need to understand there is no relationship of any kind whatsoever between children wife relatives friends all this is fake it is just like a dream and don't get carried away by it next time when we open up for the next session I will tell you some story which will tell you the real truth in this because it's extremely important for you to understand that all this which I said why do you want to learn it the hard way? This is called the gospel truth whether you like it or not. Krishna is talking the gospel truth. You want to disbelieve him? Please go ahead and be my guest. Disbelieve him to the core. You think that you have relationship with your mother, father, brother, relationship with your husband, wife, children, all that is nonsense. If you want to learn the hard way, be my guest. The association of wife, children, relatives and friends is just like a brief meeting of travellers. With each change of body, one is separated from all such associates. Just as one loses the object one possesses in a dream, when the dream is over. This is an honest statement. So I shall end my satsang over here with this hard truth. But like being humans, you will never accept it. 
ऐसे समझना ना थोड़ा एक घंटे के लिए कोई तो भी दूसरे वर्ल्ड में थे तुम लोग बाद में कम बैक टू योर रियलिटी एंड स्टार्ट एक्सेप्टिंग ऑल द नॉनसेंस अराउंड यू एंड थिंक दैट यू हैव अ वाइफ यू हैव अ लविंग वाइफ यू हैव अ लविंग चिल्ड्रन यू हैव लविंग दिस वन लविंग दैट वन नो बडी इज लविंग सर नो बडी रिमेंबर दिस पंच लाइन लास्ट ओके सो आई एल सी ऑल दैट्स मी ओके टेक केयर ऑफ योर सेल्फ यू हैव अ वेरी गुड डे और अ गुड इवनिंग बाय